Hello, everybody. You are listening to episode four of Eliza G Fitness Hotter Than Health podcast, a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, overall healthy lifestyles, and most importantly, your morning conference call. And for those of you who don't know what that is, you will soon. I'm Eliza Gelman, and I am so excited and thankful that you guys are here with me today. Um, Last week, just to do a little bit of a recap, last week we talked about the intermittent fasting and will you lose muscle and gains if you're working out with intermittent fasting. And then we also talked about ways to feel satisfied in your day-to-day, kind of just talking about how you don't have to necessarily do more to be more. You just really have to do everything that you love 100%, leave it all on the table, but don't feel like you have to take on a bunch of things that aren't super important to your your bigger picture and your vision and your overall wellness. If, again, if it's not making you any better, don't take it on. Don't feel like you need to hustle all the time. I think that that's so silly. Either way, I wanted to just go ahead and recap episode four before we got into episode five. Before we get into episode five, we do have a couple of awesome questions. I'm super excited to answer them. And then also just wanted to say thank you for everyone who's listening right now and to everyone who has continued to support the podcast. It has meant so much to see everyone liking and sharing and screenshotting and sharing on Instagram, all that good stuff. Make sure you leave a review on iTunes, on SoundCloud. I'm still trying to figure out this whole Spotify thing, working on it, but you can find it on the podcast app. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it on SoundCloud, or you can just find it on my website. If you're just on Instagram, then feel free to go to my website. My Instagram handle is at Eliza G underscore fitness. My Facebook page that I always share these podcasts on are at Eliza G fitness. Cool. Go ahead, share, like, comment, review, do whatever you can. Just listen. It means so much. Share it with your family and friends. But without further ado, let's get into these questions for episode five. Okay, so not just in the past couple of days, but it seems to be around this time of year. Actually, it seems to be more in the fall, but I wanted to go ahead and knock this out so that we could get ahead of the issue. I get so many messages from guys and girls from, I say so many, I'm not that cool. I probably get, I've gotten probably 20 ever specifically about this, but either way, I just wanted to go over some really helpful and realistic ways to combat feeling like you're not regular and not healthy in college, especially your freshman year, going over some tips and tricks to staying regular and staying fit and staying positive, especially body-wise, while you're in school. There are a ton of different ways to staying track to staying on track and being regular while you're in college. Most of the girls that I speak to about this issue find that they just, you know, are gaining a lot of weight, not even a lot of weight, but they're putting on a couple of pounds, they're irregular in their eating and their, you know, poop, they're not really at their full potential energy-wise because, you know, you're going out all the time, you, you might be rushing a sorority, you might be a part of clubs, and even if you have, like, no extracurricular activities, college is still way different than your day-to-day life probably was in the summer. You know, you're trying to set up a routine, you're trying to set up a schedule while still maintaining friends and a life, and, you know, everyone always says, you know, I eat so healthy when I'm home for the holidays, and I you know, go home and all the meals are ready for me in 
my kitchen. I don't go out to eat as much, but then I get back to school and I'm in the cafeteria. I'm eating at different restaurants with friends. I'm going out on the weekends or the weekdays. Like uh, in college, there's literally a drinking occasion for every night of the week. Monday is like not wine Monday. I don't even know what margarita Monday or something like that. There's or just saying, oh, my God, it's been a Monday. Wow. Woe is me. I'm going to have a glass of wine or three or four. Then it's Taco Tuesday. There's wine Wednesday. There's usually people just go out on Thursdays because a lot of the times they don't have classes on Fridays. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday is kind of just a free free for all. You can you don't need an excuse to drink on the weekends. Am I right? Here are a f- just a few things that we could be doing to help stay regular and stay fit because in college especially I can tell you I've been through this personally I have never felt more self-conscious I've never felt more obsessed with food and exercising and just being guilt-ridden if I missed a workout I I you know would try and get all my friends to go with me I would talk about it all the time I would miss out on certain things because I you know didn't want to go out and drink not not just because of the calories but I genuinely like didn't want to go out and I didn't want to be hungover and I always felt like that made me such a loser and I felt so boring because all my friends were so vivacious and so exciting and I was just vivacious and exciting in different ways and my core group of friends were so incredible and supportive but I did feel like guilty all the time for not going out and I felt like I was being judged even though I'm sure I wasn't I I always felt like I was being judged for not going out because that's not really something I wanted to do like I would rather have gone in and you know watched Netflix made some dinner uh, and did a face mask at home but I'm sure that a lot of you guys have been there especially if you're struggling but let me let me just go ahead and say this before I get into the tips you are not alone you are not the only person who feels like they would feel better staying in on a Saturday night or a Friday night or a Thursday night uh, instead of going out you know my house was always like the pregame house and where everyone went and I always felt so terrible I would like go in the back close my door be hanging out in my room not wanting to drink some nights I would go out don't get me wrong like I definitely went out but there were some nights where I was just I I felt like such a narc because I didn't want to go out and then everyone would be like oh what's wrong what's going on I'm like nothing is wrong I just don't want to go drink and I I always felt like I had to explain myself and that sucked and it was exhausting and then I felt guilty and then the next day I would go to the gym and I felt like I was really isolating myself with my friends and you know what I should have done is anyways this is getting way into it but never ever ever self-shame yourself for doing something that you think is going to propel you on to the next day and move forward or if it's not your instinct to go out then you don't have to go out I promise you it will be okay it is one night you're not gonna like you're you're gonna be fine so you may feel like you're the only one and I was definitely a culprit of this you may feel like you're the only one of your friends getting all bloated and feeling off track and gross, but it's so common, especially in young women in college. And I used to feel like all of my friends could eat whatever they wanted and go out and party all the time. And they could just go out and drink beer with a crop top on and still look so amazing and confident. And I wish I would look at them and think, holy shit, how did you do this? I went through a little bit of body self-shaming, even though I genuinely, I genuinely took great care of my body and I had really great workouts. Uh, They've gotten better over time, but they were, you know, there were decent workouts. I ate super healthy for being in college, especially there. I mean, I was vegan mostly for about a year and I loved that. People thought I was crazy, but I pooped all the time and I felt great and light and lean and clean, but I still played this compare and despair game and it was terrible. 
being in a sorority for just a couple of years before I dropped and, you know, and kind of surrounding myself with friends that I, I definitely adored and loved, but spending time with them, definitely, <laughs> they were able to go out and rally, but I really just didn't enjoy going out at night as often. So day drinking after class, after I've had a workout, absolutely. Yes. But am I going out at night? I can't. Like my circadian rhythm was so on point and it still is that as soon as it gets dark or I've had dinner, then I would have to like chug a Red Bull or an espresso to go out. And even then that would only give me energy for like an hour or so. And then I would be like a dud in the corner being like, I want to go home and hang out and watch Netflix and just be chilling. I loved that. Like I would so much rather have like a small house party than a big one. Once in a while it was fun, but I would really have to work myself up for it. So some things that I was really guilty of was one, chugging caffeine to be able to go out. That really sucks. You should be able to listen to your body. Number two, going out after a big meal. All of my friends would, and I I was so into this too. I would so much rather go out for dinner and drinks, but then go back home and not go out. But I do not recommend going out for a big Mexican dinner before you go out for a night of drinking. Typically, that means you're going to be mixing your alcohols. It'll mean you're staying out a little bit later. It means that you're combining your foods with probably some sugary drinks. And unless you're having like a big, delicious, fiber-filled salad, then you're probably going out and eating maybe not the healthiest foods. So if you have any options of where you're going, try and look at the menu beforehand. Um, If you're in college, girls, try to... I know I say it all the time, stay hydrated, but if you're worried about the bloat when you're going out, stick with my top tips and make sure that you're ordering like a double water and vodka or tequila and only drinking that throughout the night and not mixing it with a bunch of other alcohols, but also when you're eating dinner beforehand, try to drink water like 30 minutes before your meal and then 30 minutes after your meal but not during it so when you're drinking water during your meal um this was on a previous podcast talking about proper food combining but when you're drinking water during a meal then it tends to i mean the food is like a sponge and then water plus sponge equals bigger sponge so you're you're gonna get a little bit more full and bloated quicker and then you're gonna have to drink a little bit more alcohol to feel it I mean, typically, but that's, and that sucks. Like you don't want to have to be scarfing down all these calories just so that you can potentially avoid a hangover. I highly recommend just eating a light fiber filled dinner. Don't drink water during it and then have your double water and tequila or double water and vodka during and after dinner so that you're not mixing like wine and margaritas and then a shot of tequila and then going out and getting fireball. So gross. Oh my God. Those are just a couple of things you could be doing. Avoid drinking sugary drinks and sweet alcohols. I'm sure that we've all been there when you're in college and you're on a budget and you're there, you know, you're going to all these parties and they just have PJ and party juice and jungle juice and Burnett's vodka and all these different things. And it's so fucking gross. Uh, So gross. Looking back, I just, um, I cringe when I'm like, I see them putting like, like lime sherbet and Sprite, sugar, ice, and then two handles of vodka into one giant Gatorade cooler. And that would be the PJ for the party. Just, oh my God, I would so much rather have just, honestly, I would have rather had beer. I would have rather done anything. And on the nights where I was like, oh my God, this PJ is disgusting. It's so sugary. I can't do it. I 
would end up taking a bunch of shots, which is always the worst idea. I got in so much trouble with those. Oh, my God. And they're, they're just the worst hangovers because they just hit you immediately. You're like, oh, this is fun. This is fun. Shot number one. Shot number two. Shot number eight. I'm on the floor. It's awful. So if you're like me, then try to avoid those shots and replace the shots with a double water and vodka or a double water and tequila or some type of clear liquor. Stay away from the sweet sugary alcohol. They're hella processed. They do not do a good job at filtering. There you go. You have your you have your peach brunettes and you're all set and it's so disgusting. Please avoid. Number four is another thing that I was super guilty of is feeling self-conscious or guilty when I didn't click necessarily with views of the girls and groups that I would hang out with. So like I was saying earlier, feeling a little bit embarrassed when I didn't want to go out or there were these like girl nights and potlucks that they would just go and drink bottles and bottles of wine and that was fun once in a while and I would I would go a couple of times and then either not really drink that much or if I did drink then I just felt terrible and I wouldn't go the next time and eventually honestly I stopped getting invited to those things not because the girls didn't like me or we didn't have a good time but because they knew that I would probably wasn't something I was super interested in so all in fairness to them but if you're like that don't get FOMO or fear of missing out if you don't get invited to those things if you're the one saying no in the first place just remember big picture why you want to stay in maybe it's to write a blog maybe it's to work on like your side hustle maybe it's to just read a book or do a face mask or maybe you just need to listen to your body you don't need to always rally maybe you just need some sleep never feel embarrassed or self-conscious or guilty when you don't go out or when you don't even get invited to things it is okay usually those things are intentional but I also do understand that girls can be bitches so find yourself a good group of friends that you can always talk to and always go to and that will change your life like if you'd rather spend time at the gym go be that girl at the gym talk talk to girls at the gym this is going on in my next my next thing about being in college so if you're feeling embarrassed about wanting to do certain things working out not going out going to bed early and Learn to just say no gracefully, but learn to also attempt to get uncomfortable and go talk to people that may not be in your typical friend group. Like I was in a sorority in college and a lot of those girls were just not interested in working out. Some of them were and it was awesome. I adored going to work out with them and going into a yoga class, just little things like that. I felt like they were really supporting me and really wanting to better themselves and it just, it made my day. But a lot of those girls were really not into that and that's fine. But I really wish that in retrospect, I had joined like a club volleyball team or some type of rec sport that expanded my friend group into more people that were slightly more like-minded than me and shared similar goals and passions and those could have been girls or guys that I you know spent a Friday night with like maybe going to a movie or just hanging out like playing a sport as opposed to going out to a bar so if I could go back and give myself some let me slow down here I know I just talked forever and that's obviously what a podcast is but I also want to make sure that I'm being organized so college issues definitely being hungover being bloated while you go out feeling guilty about friend groups and saying no to things that you may not necessarily want to do trust me you are not alone you are not alone you are not alone so if you know anybody struggling with these types of issues in college like please send them this podcast just (laughs) 
I, I can't tell you how many girls have messaged me about all of these things, whether it be a mental struggle or a physical struggle. You're not alone. If you just talk to people about this, one, they'll be so appreciative that you're just opening up about this kind of thing. That's amazing. But two, it might make them more comfortable feeling like they can talk about issues that they're having. So share this podcast with them. With them. <laughs> that this is them. Anyways, if I could go back and give myself measurable tips that would help me mentally in college, it would help clear stress avoid regret and just get back on track sooner I would say number one this is a physical thing if you take anything away from this and you're in college or you know someone in college who's struggling like this this is a huge one stock your dorm fridge or your fridge at home with greens and start your day with a hot water and lemon and a green smoothie with a tiny 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 blender so go out get on Amazon get like a $30 blender there are handheld blenders then you can carry the cup all day with you throw in romaine spinach arugula, you know, a green apple, a banana, a lot of these things that you can get pre-cut, pre-packaged on a Sunday, go to the store, cut up all your stuff, put them in individual baggies, throw in a little bit of water, maybe even some coconut water, a little bit of ice if you want to. And if you want to add protein powder, that's fine. Just make sure that it's vegan so that you can process it a little bit easier. But start your day with hot water with lemon. You can get a little tiny electric tea kettle. They're safe for dorm rooms, I promise. Um, A little bit of hot water with lemon and a little bit of sea salt and then your green smoothie. And I promise you this will help you stay hydrated throughout the day. It will stock your body with nourishment so that you aren't craving crazy BS all throughout the day. And it will also make sure that you're staying hella regular, which is a huge part of bloat and going out in college. Like if you're not pooping consistently, then like your college experience is, it's not going to be the same. You may not even notice it's a big deal, but I promise you so many girls in my sorority were like, oh my God, I haven't pooped in four days. And I was just like, are you kidding me? are you okay? Do you need to sit down or not sit down? Like for sure don't sit down. Ouch. But oh my God, I, I, I can't tell you how many girls in college were constipated as fuck. So make sure that you're starting your day with a ton of fiber and a ton of water so that you can clear out what you had the night before. Make sure you're staying hydrated. Again, this is my, my little analogy. It's way easier to slide through a wet water slide than a dry one. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about your colon and your lower intestine and your poop. Way easier to go out if you're hydrated. Okay. Number two, try to intermittent fast a few times a week on your busiest days so you don't feel pressure about meal prepping. I know meal prepping is a huge, not even trend. It's a huge important thing to do, especially if you're trying to stay on track and you're a busy person. It certainly helped me, but I also know that during the beginning portion of the day, like that's when I like to get most of my stuff done and you might be the same. I used to have in college, I would have an 8 a.m., a 9 a.m., a 10 a.m., and then a break until 12. So I had this awkward two-hour gap and I'd be starving, but that was because I was probably drinking like a sugary chai latte before my first class and that would spike my insulin. So highly recommend trying intermittent fasting until, um, you know, maybe have dinner at seven or eight and then don't eat until maybe 10 or 11 or even 12 the next day. That will honestly help you think a lot more clearly. It will help you make sure that you're burning fat storage and not muscle storage. And then it will also just, it will make your day a little bit easier. You don't have to walk around with a bunch of different containers. You don't have to necessarily worry about 
stinking up the class with Brussels sprouts. If that's what you prepped, make sure that you intermittent fast a few days a week. Try and make it on your busiest days so that you can really focus. I can tell you when you are intermittent fasting, your energy will be a lot bigger and brighter. Your thoughts will be clearer. Your eyes will be clearer. Your skin will clear up. I promise you it will be beneficial. And if you have more questions about intermittent fasting, there's so much information online. You can listen to my previous podcast. I go a little bit more into depth as to why intermittent fasting is important, especially why it's okay if you are a college athlete or if you are trying to retain muscle if you're working out. So don't worry about it. It's not like your friends who don't really know about intermittent fasting might say, oh my gosh, she's on this crazy diet. Like she doesn't eat. And okay, I I don't mean to, I hope I don't trigger anyone with anything who is struggling with any type of eating anything, any issues. But I can tell you that intermittent fasting has been done for hundreds of years. It is not any type of like crazy diet. You're not, you know, starving yourself for 35 hours, actually just giving your digestion, you're giving your body a a chance to really digest your food. Just focus on staying hydrated when you are doing your intermittent fasting and you don't have to do your most rigorous workouts on those days. You could leave it to some light cardio and some maybe hypertrophy, some weights. We'll get into that on another podcast. So that was number two. Try to intermittent fast a few times a week to help with bloat, uh, making sure you're not getting the freshman 15 and then just having some clearer thoughts and energy throughout the week so you don't have to meal prep. Number three, if you are more of an athletic and you do want to meal prep and you are trying to not just like retain but build muscle, Try to eat your meals at the exact same time each day. And I know that this is difficult, especially with people who have different class schedules every single day, but you're you're just going to have to figure it out. Don't make it a huge deal. Don't, don't make it an excuse that you don't have time or, oh my gosh, I don't have my meals with me all throughout the day. Like bring one Tupperware of food for your lunch or for your breakfast, overnight oats or something like that. Don't make an excuse. Carry an extra little bag with you. I would carry a book bag and a small duffel with me throughout the day with my food in it and my gym clothes so I was always walking around look like like I was going on vacation and be like where are you going fun weekend trip I'm like absolutely not going to the gym going to work out eating my snacks out of my bag I'd be like the weird girl on the bus reaching (laughs) pulling out nuts out of my gym bag whatever um whole another story I was very very popular in college as you can tell anyways so nobody cares if you're eating during class eat your sweet potatoes eat your whatever food you prepped that is fine also number four avoid fried foods at all costs don't worry you're still gonna get your tortilla chips at Mexican you're still gonna get your french fries randomly when you're drinking I'm sure but as long as you can avoid and try and control the amount of dairy fried foods and meat products that you're buying and that you're you know going out of your way to get you're still gonna get them so if you don't here's here's my philosophy if you don't order it if you don't buy it you're still gonna get it So don't worry about it. You're not going to completely deprive yourself. I'm sure there will be class potlucks. I'm sure there will be someone bringing food over. Like you're still going to get the shit to eat. Just don't buy it and don't go out of your own way to spend money on shit food because that's going to really help with your regularity. It's going to help your body digest food a lot easier. So if you're not eating a bunch of fried foods, then you're already avoiding a bunch of added oils, which are super calorie dense. The reason why French fries, people are like, well, they're vegan. I'm like, yeah, they're vegan, but they're cooked in a shit ton of oil. That's why they're packed with calories and they have no nutritional value. So make sure that if you are eating fried foods, then you're, you know, eating some nutritional food before it. So before you have French fries, have a big leafy green salad 
that type of stuff. Make sure that you're adding in your nutrients. Also, just remember cafeterias on campus. I know that some people are like, there's no healthy options in the cafeteria. You're just not looking. I have been on a bunch of different college campuses that of course like if you're in the giant campus rec center I mean not rec center cafeteria of course there's going to be huge signs over the burgers and the fries and maybe even the chick-fil-a but every cafeteria typically has a salad bar or it has a burrito bar and if you go to the burrito bar just don't get cheese and a bunch of meat you can get a ton of veggies and a ton of black beans that's where you can get your protein and you can get guac and salsa and fill that bitch up so it's going to be so much fiber it's gonna you don't always have to go where your friends go in the cafeteria and I know it might be tempting to go get Chick-fil-a and you might be like well I got the grilled chicken nuggets and not the fried I get that that's a step in the right direction but if you also have a giant leafy green salad bar with with different beans with different legumes with different types of vegetables on top you probably have some seeds some nice balsamic I mean you can load up your salad with so much amazing nutrients and since it's got more fiber and nutrients it will actually fill you up more I know we've all been in that situation where you eat a McDonald's cheeseburger or french fries and then you're hungry 35 40 minutes later you're like what the hell I just ate so many calories what's going on well yeah those are dead calories they have no nutrition so of course you're going to be left craving something a craving is just your body missing a certain key nutrient so if you're filling your body with a bunch of those nutrients then your cravings I promise you they will start to change you will begin to to crave some of those healthier foods you know load up your salad with potatoes with if you want a little bit of cheese do that just to kind of satisfy you you can probably get some tofu over there that I know I always got a ton of spinach a ton of leafy greens a ton of kidney beans I would get pumpkin seeds pine nuts almond slivers I would get different potatoes yeah honestly I would get potatoes I would get broccoli cucumbers beets all that good stuff I would fill it up so make sure that you are looking around at your options in the dining halls if you're on a meal plan in college and then number five this is a big one and I kind of touched on it earlier if I were to give myself some advice in college I would have said spend more time focusing on you know if you have something that you're super passionate about in college do not be scared to say no to things or activities that are not propelling you forward to that specific thing so like I was touching on earlier I would say no to going out occasionally probably genuinely probably like 50% of the time and you don't have to do it that much but I was not I was pretty good about saying no I could have been more graceful about it I'm sure but I would come home and be thinking about boot camp ideas or about meals or recipes and things like that. It was only because I knew that that was something that just lit me on fire. I was so passionate about it. I was so excited. I always wanted to help people with nutrition. I always wanted to learn more about it. I would always be home reading. Whether it was on BuzzFeed, I was always taking like BuzzFeed food quizzes or learning about different cultures of foods and different things like that. I would say that it is so good to say no gracefully to things that aren't propelling you forward and that you honestly feel anxiety about doing. You don't always have to say yes. I bet we've all been in that situation where people are like, what'd you do this weekend? And you're like, oh, I didn't do much. I caught up on sleep and I read and I hung out and I did some self-care. They get so jealous. They're like, oh, that sounds so nice. I'm so hungover. I feel awful. Not worth it. Blah. We've all heard that conversation. So be that person take care of you it is okay so if you know what you are passionate about then go for it do not ignore that fire do not ignore 
what lights I would have for sure recommended to anyone and I still do just because it's not your physical trajectory in college you may not be you may not be studying to be an entrepreneur or to be a blogger or to be a social media guru or anything like that but if that's something that makes you really excited go for it you can do that on your own outside of college the one thing I wish I had done is started doing personal training a little bit sooner I got into it kind of my senior year as I started studying for it as I started getting into the the anatomy and the biology and learning more about kinesiology and things like that and actually training my friends and doing boot camps I wish I had done that sooner I just kind of thought well I'm a you know public relations major it doesn't really make sense for me to go off track and do these boot camps and do personal training I'll wait until I'm out of college that was so fucking stupid of me I mean I'm trying so hard to not kick myself for starting it sooner but what I was doing was ignoring the fire that I had for that. Public relations and Spanish as a, as a language did not light me on fire the way that kicking people's ass in boot camps and seeing people grow and seeing people feel better about themselves. That shit lit me on fire and it was fiery hot in my soul and I wish that I had done it sooner. So do not ignore the things that light you on fire. And if you don't have something that lights you on fire and you are one of those people that's like, I'm not sure what my passion is, focus on trying to make life easier not like simplify you know things that you do and take the easy way out but try and find the best ways to do things try and become super efficient and then that will leave time for you to really figure out what your true passions are and that was a bit of a rant either way let's get to some oh here are some college food hacks and not just food but tips for being on a budget in college and for just being in college in general. Make sure you're investing in a little water boiler for your room as well as a little blender for smoothies in the morning. Avoid packaged foods and get cute containers for your nuts and seeds. Make it very aesthetically pleasing. Aim for the big fat salad bars in the cafeterias. Reduce your dairy intake just start there reducing dairy to maybe one meal a day if you're having it more or once a week if you don't have it that often and I swear you will feel so much better avoid the sugary drinks if you're on a budget go to uh, any like Walmart or Target and stuff like that and mass buy your nuts and seeds and that will help you prep and save money and then talk to people talk to people at your rec center I know that this is crazy, but I know it for a fact because I was one of these people. If you're at your college gym, there will be people who are training to be a personal trainer or they really want to help or they also just want maybe a workout buddy. But offer to be a guinea pig for that person ask around see if there are any personal trainers who are trying to take on clients and be like hey I will come three days a week and take before and after pictures or something like that if you train me for free or do you do any group classes or small group training I'd love to be a part of it and it's way cheaper so ask them they would love to practice on you and then also just stop making excuses excuses are like assholes everyone has them so if you have a busy day Find an on-campus yoga class, bring your gym bag, go to the stadium with your friends and do some stairs. Even if it's a 15-minute workout, get your ass to the rec center. You're never going to appreciate having a free gym as much as you will when you graduate college. You will not even realize how important it is to have a gym at your fingertips. Make sure you're taking full advantage of that and I guarantee you it will change your life. Enough of that 
that is my college advice for anyone who is trying to figure out their passions, trying to figure out how to stay healthy, trying to figure out kind of what the hell they're doing in college. I know that there are so many issues for especially young girls and young guys just kind of trying to find their way. You guys are not alone. Please share this with anyone who's just trying to kind of figure it out. Even if they're not, even if people are not interested in working out or changing their diet, the fact that so many girls and guys go through this struggle of not really knowing their passion and thinking that they have to know their passion and on all that good stuff it's so defeating and it can feel so defeating if you if everyone around you knows what they want to do but you don't necessarily that is okay that is normal that is normal so make sure that you understand that you're not alone and that you're going to be just fine as long as you keep taking care of yourself building yourself up and um, feeding yourself all the good that you can, whether it be self-talk, nutrition, or um, having some good workouts, add something in to make yourself feel better. Topic number two, this isn't going to go on as long as topic number one, but topic number two is spring cleaning for the winter time. When, oh, fall, winter. I know we're getting into win- fall right now. Oh my God, I don't know anything about the time. Okay, so it is uh, it is September now. Holy shit, it's September. So it's September now. What I have been doing is, you know how when it gets to be cold out and you just want to hunker down inside, you don't want that, you don't have that like springy, fresh feeling. The windows aren't open. Plants might start to die. Things get a little darker. You, It's kind of just an introspective time where you're spending more time maybe alone or indoors and stuff like that. Um, it's just not that springy, blossomy feeling that you have throughout the spring and summer. So fall tends to become that time when we get a little bit more introverted. So with that being said, spring cleaning, here are, I'm, I'm going to call it fall cleaning. And this is something that I've started to practice on my own. For fall cleaning, I am going through under my bed where I have all of my old work clothes, all of my old shoes, bathing suits, t-shirts, tank tops, belts, bags, hats, underwear, bras, anything that you could think of I have here. And I'm going through each individual item. If I haven't worn it in a calendar year, I'm giving it away. Or if it's something that's like a nice dress, then I probably won't give it away. But I will sell it if I don't see myself wearing it. I am trying to get rid of as much as possible, really trying to like feng shui my house. I want everything to have its own place. I want to have my books in one area, but only a few books because if I'm not reading them, then I don't want them to just be taking up clutter and surface space. So try and do this. Try and get rid, try and set aside two hours one day, maybe one weekend. You're going to feel amazing. Go ahead and get one trash bag for things you're going to give away and then another trash bag for things you're going to toss. I can guarantee you that if something is totally torn up, doesn't work anymore, it's pointless, don't give that to Goodwill. Come on, that's just a waste of their time toss it. You're allowed to throw things away. You're going to feel so light and good. And if you haven't thought about something in a year, throw that shit away too. There are a million things where I'm like, oh my God, I missed this. I'm still not going to use it. Know the difference between missing something and being reminded of it. And that's good. Remind yourself of it. That's fine. Remind yourself that you're not going to use it probably for another calendar year and throw that shit away. The less you shit, here's, here's like, I, if you know me, you have heard me say this a million times. The more shit you have, the more shit you have. And that couldn't be more true. Get rid of all of your crap before it starts to get too cold. So make it a goal for yourself. I'm, I'm making this a goal for myself. Before the end of September, I'm going to go through the whole house and get rid of 
everything that I really do not need and then I'm going to like deep clean everything and then I'm honestly going to try and just get rid of my dresser as a whole so I have more room in my room because it's small anyways and there's always a dog crate Jesus and that dog crate is huge no joke you guys it's like it's like four by three feet and it it takes up so much room and I love my dog so much he's so sweet and we definitely need it there but it definitely is it takes up so much room so get rid of all of your stuff before the or all the stuff you don't need before the end of September that way when you're hunkering down in the fall and winter you're not surrounded by clutter and dust and just this mess of things you want to feel organized everyone loves feeling organized everyone loves feeling like they have a really clean closet they everyone loves that feeling so try and channel that for the winter time don't just let that be a spring cleaning thing get ahead of it and get behind it so that you really can have that clean calm feeling and then my this is actually I'm gonna hold off on this all right so that was hotter than health episode five going over some issues that people may be having in college and then some hacks on how to increase your regularity avoid some of that stubborn weight gain avoid the scaries that you may mentally have by not participating in certain events and allowing yourself the opportunity to say no gracefully to situations and events and friends and things like that and also topic number two it's really just a quick snippet but it's so important. A lot of people go through that kind of seasonal depression and it is very real, but having a clear space that is yours and that is clean is going to change your mood. It's going to change your day. It's going to, you're not going to realize how nice and easy your mornings and your life can be if you just get rid of a bunch of shit that's in the way. So spring cleaning in fall, fall cleaning, All right, so my two tips for health and just mental wellness for this week, I'm going to start with a mental wellness one. I have this book and it's called The Daily Stoic and I'm going to link a picture of it on my next Instagram post. So go check that out at Eliza G underscore fitness, but it's called The Daily Stoic and it's 365 different, not quotes, but small bits from different Stoics from our past, whether it be Aristotle or Socrates or Euripides, anything like that. But it really has taught me to not worry about, one, what people think about me, two, how to not let emotions get the best of me, and then just to be stoic and focus on things that you can control. And that's something that I'm hugely, hugely, a huge advocate for. So buy The Daily Stoic. It's, I think, 10 bucks on Amazon. And I'll send a picture of it on my latest Instagram. So check that out. And then number two for my health and fitness tip, as we get into fall, before we get into fall, a lot of people, since they're like not joining a gym in the summertime because they can go out, they're pretty active, they're walking around a lot more, they might be going for runs outside. Since it's September, challenge yourself by the end of September to have joined a gym that offers classes so if you're someone who needs classes or personal training or just even a treadmill that's always open that you can go in do your incline walk for 30 minutes return emails do whatever or do your sprints grab some weights set aside a routine before winter and fall come challenge yourself by the end of september 
to have to have joined a gym even if it's planet fitness like nine bucks a month go find one join your rec center at your at your school find a class that really suits you that you know you can get to at least three times per week and go ahead and set that as an appointment in your schedule three times per week make it an appointment as important as like a gynecologist appointment you don't want to miss those so pretend like you have like three gynecologist appointments every single week or actually let's think of it as something maybe a little bit sexier than that so let's think of it like three facials per week how awesome does that sound so three facials per week you can't miss them they're super important they're already paid for that is how important these need to be your three gym sessions per week anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour, set aside that time for yourself where you're not on social media, you're not on your phone, you're not stressing about anything because you know that you've already blocked out that appointment. Don't make excuses. I don't care if you have to wake up at 5 a.m. You're not the only person in the world who wakes up super early. Like, stop making that an excuse. I know it's hard sometimes, but you'll get over it. I promise. Just figure it out. If it's really that much of a priority for you, then you're going to find a way to make it happen. Mental clarity will increase. Your body fat percentage will probably go lower. You're going to feel amazing. You're going to feel mentally clear. Challenge yourself. End of September, set aside three appointment days per week where you're getting to the gym so that you don't have an excuse that you haven't joined a gym when it gets to be fall time and you don't want to work out outside. All right, so those are my tips of the week. Make sure to share this podcast with your friends and your family and specifically anyone in college, even if they don't really listen to podcasts, um, have them listen to this one. It's just the one episode and hopefully they'll share it with your friends. I know I'm personally going to share it with some of my younger girlfriends, younger cousins and stuff like that. Hopefully it will be helpful and I hope this helped just a little bit, but I hope you all have the best, best rest of your week. I know it's already Monday. This will be out Tuesday morning and just wanted to say thank you. Go follow me on Instagram at Eliza G underscore fitness. Uh, leave a review, leave a comment anywhere that you are listening to this podcast and feel free to keep leaving your um, questions in any of my social media handles. It's been super helpful and I still love doing this so much. This has been wonderful and I am heading out of here. I'm going to go make some amazing dinner and um, go try and find my man and my dog. They are around my house somewhere and I haven't seen them in about an hour. All right. This is Eliza G Fitness, Hotter Than Health, episode five.